Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life, knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. It is an honor to introduce Michelle Ray to each of you. Before we began, I said to Michelle, Michelle, you could just sit there the entire time and not open your mouth because your energy is so beautiful. But we're very happy that she decided that she's going to be opening her mouth and sharing with us. So a little bit about Michelle. She knew as a small child that this would be a transformative time to be on the planet. Once here, she has remained open to multi-dimensional aspects of herself and feels connected to the light and energy that flows in us, as us, and through all of us. Today, Michelle guides others through her teaching, coaching, and writing designed to accelerate personal, professional, and organizational transformation. She is the founder of The Center Within, author of Living from the Center Within, co-creating who you are becoming, and is a graduate faculty at the University of Minnesota. Her service is designed to accelerate and support personal, professional, and organizational transformation. And as she states in her book, I really love this part. She says, transformation can be messy, unclear, and uncomfortable. Can I get an amen on that? We can get caught in judgment, excessive rumination, negative thinking, and self-talk, and dysfunctional beliefs. Change does not occur without the discomfort and sacrifice of leaving old beliefs, meanings, and habits behind. Transformation takes intentional choice. We are ushering in a new era for humanity. Michelle is dedicated to engaging with diverse people, bringing a variety of experiences and wisdom together so that we can build our capacity to live at higher levels of consciousness. Michelle invites each of us to know that every person counts and to commit to supporting one another as we co-create who we are each becoming with love and compassion. Isn't that beautiful? Welcome, Michelle. Thank you very much, Don. I feel like so much pressure with such a lovely introduction. (laughs) (laughs) You are. Um, You are, my dear. Thank you. So here are some questions so that we can all get to know you better. I think it's a really lovely thing to um, learn about one another through our stories and we look forward to hearing everyone's story 
at some point in the future in our beautiful community of sisterhood. So Michelle, when you look back over your life, what's a gift, skill, or talent that emerged within you, something that you loved or that made you feel alive? Now, one of the things for me, Don, is this ability to feel a connection, to feel a connection to people, to nature. And as I've uh, studied over the years, I've come to think of them as the clairs, right? The clairvoyance, the clairaudience, clairsentience. And I was really in, uh, into my 20s before I understood that not everybody had such a keen, empath empathic way about them. So I have really enjoyed uh, being able to have access to those subtle energies that a lot of people seem to miss. And part of it is my nature, I think. But another is the nurture, the years of study and nurturing it. It adds a depth and aliveness to my life that really brings a lot of joy. Beautiful. Thank you. So what was your journey to sharing your gifts with others? Like, how did that come to be for you? Well, it started with a lot of suffering, actually. You know, I mean, you walk around the world picking up everybody's juju and it's like, holy buckets, I got to figure something else out here. I'm going to be, you know, fried. Uh, and so I started studying and learning about energy, learning about quantum physics, learning about neuroscience, right? The mind-body connection. And it, it grew, and I have come to this place where I would be in conversations with people. One of my favorite reasons that people come to see me as a coach or take a class is that they'll say, well, I was talking to so-and-so about this experience I had of connecting, for instance, with a deceased loved one or, you know, the three hawks I saw today were talking to me and I, it's kind of blown my mind. It's blown my belief system. My paradigms are shifting and they say, oh, you should go see Michelle. She thinks those things are normal. And those are my favorite clients, right? Because, and in this group, right, every one of us is shaking our head because it's partly us. So it's been a process. And I really do enjoy, as you were saying, I have a couple monthly gatherings where people can drop in and one-on-one -on -one coaching and working with organizations and then longer offerings of, of courses on transformation. And really it's about becoming, we all come in as seeds and our job in this lifetime is to blossom fully, to get to the part where we're right giving away the apples, giving away our gifts mm -hmm. and to be able to walk with people in that sacred journey, having, you know, been there myself and am continuing to learn and grow is really really an honor. And I'm happy to say that you will be teaching live once per month in our New World Women Academy. So uh, we will get to experience much more of you. And for that, we are truly grateful, Michelle. So um, you're welcome. So um, what um, a, a lot of us through the years have struggled with confidence, like just maybe not believing in ourselves enough or um, thinking that we're not good enough or we don't have enough experience or all those kinds of that inner prattling that can go on inside of our heads. What helped you to expand your confidence and know-how along the way? Well, I think some of it was uh, reading and talking to people and taking classes and playing and learning. But another part of it was when the opportunities came up 
that felt a yes, you know, however we feel a yes in our body, in our hearts explode, we feel expansive, that I really, what the most important thing for gaining my confidence was to say yes, to take the risk, to know that I didn't have what it took exactly yet, but I knew that if I stepped into writing a book, for instance, or teaching at the University of Minnesota, at the Center for Spirituality and Healing, or, right, these were big steps and quitting my full-time job and doing consulting full-time, right, that guaranteed income. So those kinds of steps where you know, and I don't know, this is true for all of you, but you can feel the door closing and you know the windows open and there's no place to go but forward, both, you know, from the carrot and the stick and being willing and able to trust that I would have what it took. And then the growing confidence that happened in the growing network and meeting more people that are like-minded and like-hearted and live in a mind, body, spirit, energy world. But I, I would say saying yes, if you know it's a yes, even if your mind, as you were saying, my self-doubt, my confusion, right? Mm-hmm. The intellectual part, just have to bring that along with all of us, right? But let the decisions be made by the empowered, authentic growing in confidence, right? Part of us. Mm. Absolutely true. And you really touched on several excellent points. And one of them is that idea of community, because if we're kind of out there on our own, trying to figure things out and feel like we're on this solo journey, we could begin to doubt ourselves. So like you said, when you're with people who have that beautiful um, mind, body, heart, you know, um, oneness within them, then we feel more comfortable saying some of the things that we know to be true, but might not feel comfortable saying to others. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think having a safe and sacred community um, has probably been one of the most impactful moving me forward places to uh, explore, to be seen, to witness, and to really reprogram and recondition, right? All, all the conditioning about playing small and, and we're in competition, right? In community that where we have each other's backs and we celebrate each other's wins, we literally, I feel like, get an infusion of confidence watching another woman succeed. If we're in that kind of a a vessel, an intentional container that has that culture that lives by those principles, which the New World Women group does, and it's fun for us to be able to cultivate that in each other. Yes, I love that. I'm going to switch things up just a tiny bit, and I'm going to ask you um, the last question, and then we can get to your teaching and just let it be all about that. How does that sound? Perfect. Okay, good. So um, what are a few things that resonate with you about New World Women that made you want to become a part of this vision? You just mentioned one. Are there some other things? Yeah, I think that, as you said in in the introduction, we are entering a new era, Mm -hmm. right? And we are going to do things differently. We know for sure that the current systems of, I call it a trifecta of oppression, entitlement, and greed, are not working. And it can be in medicine, it can be in government, it can be in organized religion, it can be in in teaching, right? So all of it is up for grabs. It's messy, as you said, the transformation, but to be with a group of people, women in this case, who are focusing on creating who we are becoming, 
What are the paradigms moving forward? So New World Women is part of that. Like it's never been done before. (laughs) We're literally inventing new possibilities and then bringing them to manifestation. So to have a membership that's global, that honors diversity and everyone counts and We want all the different flowers fully blossomed in the garden, right? We want the variety. We want it to be symbiotic. And that vision that you have where wealth and abundance is front and center is also encouraging for me to support this group, support each other, because for us to take our seat means that we no longer, as women, need to deplete ourselves to be in service, right? Where there has to be a win-loss. That's not the way it works in the new era, in the new world that we're creating. And so to be in community with people understanding, yes, we could be in fear and scarcity, right? In what's crumbling, what we, what's rising in the light, in, in transparency for us to see what's not working, the mess of it all. But let's be together. Let's find each other and really create a world where every system is designed to assist every cell, like not even just humans, right? Mother Earth, the deer, the water, the plants, every cell to fully blossom. And then in that condition, we get to give back, right? We get to mentor and find the next person who wants to learn what we're learning. So every single being, every single seed deserves to flourish. And to be a part of that excites me tremendously. So I appreciate your vision of uh, encouraging the, on a financial, on a multiple levels of being human, to be abundant, to continue growing and learning and to be of service. It's brilliant. Thank you so much. We had new, two new founding mothers today who really said so many of the same things that you just said, and they're very new to finding out about New World Women. And they said, we would be crazy not to be a part of this. <laughs> and uh, so thank you for your, for your words of wisdom and for sharing what you just did. And so now we'd like to um, uh, turn over uh, the, the time for you to share your wisdom with us. And we'll thank you in advance, dear Michelle. Thank you, Don. All right, I'm gonna share my screen here and we'll um, do a little, take a look at some visual stuff while we move with, together. It's really lovely to be here with all of you today. <clears throat> and we're gonna um, start by really taking a look at each of us are being of light, right? So I don't know how many of you feel that grid system, feel the energy lines, like the ley lines on the planet, but this is an Alex Gray painting. And I think it's a beautiful depiction of the light in our chakras, the light of our sacredness, right? Every human being in the traditions, they had this golden crown around them, but it was reserved just for certain people right in the old system of we have and you don't kind of thing and we are stepping into knowing ourself as this light and as Don was saying in the introduction I have this memory of coming to this planet during this time for this big transformation the image I had at a retreat 
some years ago was I was meditating on what was a silent meditation. What is actually happening? Like what's the mechanism of what's happening on the planet right now? And the image that came to me was this light streaming down this very high frequency that had never been in this dimension, in this biology before. It was iridescent. It had a hum to it, almost like an angel singing. And it was coming down into water was the image. And as I contemplated and journaled about it and brought it to my yoga mat, right? All the things we do. It, it grew in me that the light and the grid system was being up-leveled during this, I'm going to say, 30-year period of transformation for humanity. And that all the biology, every cell on the planet is realigning to this higher frequency because it's our time to understand ourselves at this level of light. So I'm going to invite you um, uh, to answer a few questions to yourself and a few questions in the chat as we move along. So this first one is for you personally to think about. Like when you are fully shining your light, what does it feel like in your body? What kind of thoughts do you have? What do you notice? I don't know about you, but when I'm in that space, like the lilacs blooming this spring, like have a radiance around them. And we're, we're in interacting with each other. For me, shining feels, I enjoy the teaching, the coaching, right? It's part of my, the way I'm, I came in. I love the language. I feel on fire when complex energetic experiences happen, let's say in a coaching session. And the language that comes out is this clear eloquence. They call it. And it's just like, I, Sometimes my physical body is on fire, right? I can be very sweaty. <laughs> and it looks like we have a couple of comments in the chat. Take a look here. Yeah, in the flow and bliss. Love it. Thank you. So here's another part of this process, right? Sometimes we dim our light. So here again are some quiet questions to answer to yourself. When you get feeling blocked, having protection, barricaded, dimming your light, turning it down, what has caused you to dim your light in, in your life? I don't know, I put this picture up here because yelling and screaming is one of those things like I just get on an amygdala hijack, right? I just get on fight and flight when I'm in a space where people are yelling. We've all, none of us have made it to being adults without some kind of trauma, some kind of wounding, right? So become aware of those in your life. I call them, invite them to tea, right? So what are some of the limiting beliefs that keep you small? I don't know if you were told don't get too big for your britches, but we internalize those messages. What are yours and what practices do you use that assist you in discovering those, right? Again, being in community, having conversation, wanting to get to know ourselves in that way is very powerful. And who and what supports you in healing your holes, your wounds, and your traumas? Community is a big part of it. So as I was saying, I'm kind of a neuroscience geek, right? So we get stimulus that comes in, an event that comes in to our limbic system, our emotional brain and our amygdala. If if we go into fight and flight, we can't pay attention to those subtle ways of knowing. 
right? We, we clamp down, we shut down, and we are on fight and flight, protect and defend, we against the world, right? And what we want to do is to practice being able to have a stimulus, recognize in this moment we're safe, and then continue to have access to what we call the prefrontal area, where our intuition lives, where our ability to notice subtle energy lives. That's the power place. That's where we're not blocked. And so this is a key, I think, in my life of being able to move into and past all of those ways that dim our lights. So we want to be able to take a look at that and learn to forgive ourselves. In my life, I really had to learn how to honor all of myself and live fully in my heart and body. I mean, I think there were years I wasn't really in my body. And how about spiritual practices, right? What kinds of things have we done? I joined communities, right? There's therapy, there's body work. I really had to build nurturing relationships and let other relationships go and to study. The self-love in me grew. And I remember the very first time that I thought, went from thinking humanity is a cruel place, right? We're so vicious to each other, to actually falling in love with humanity and moving into this level of service, this commitment to service. And I cried. Like I felt like the scales had fallen off through all of those hard work kinds of things. So here's a question that I'd love to have you type in the chat. What are some of the favorite ways that you have to heal your holes? I know for me, I've done Reiki, therapeutic touch, healing touch. I've done walking the labyrinth. It was a labyrinth where we have an opportunity with many of these lovely ladies, 80 plus, I think, next week to uh, practice a together at the summer solstice celebration that New World Women is sponsoring. And I have, uh, will be honored to talk a bit about the practice of the labyrinth, which this woman is walking here. Qigong, reading books, podcasts, right? And then there's the other people in our circles. I've been to acupuncture and therapists, right? And Qigong, massage, somatic healing, intuitive coaching, Breath work, Deborah says, Reiki, moon washing, meditation, journaling, absolutely. Ah, walking in nature. Yep. You can be in nature and it can it can help dissolve blocks that you have and open you up and reset you. Tammy says, of course, playing your heart, which is such a gift for all of us, attuning to her heart music, talking to my tree friends, meditation, prayer. Thank you all for your wisdom. And again, another reason to be in community. So I don't know about you guys, but it's not a straight line, right? Sometimes this is a model from my book that I have written. Sometimes I'm just on the inner circle. I'm just my individual self, kind of me against the world, right? My trying to be a good citizen. And then other times I can soften and open up and have more access to that prefrontal cortex cortex in my mind and heart. And I can feel that inner connection. I remember being in Hawaii this last winter laying on, on the water and I physically could feel the whales right in my body, this inner connection. And then if we fully blossom all the way open from our seed, we can feel that connection to the infinite, 
right? We call it unity consciousness or we're bliss and it's, we're all in that flow. We are the flow, but it's not an up and down, in and out, one time thing. So be patient with yourself. For instance, I had gone through this big revelation, this really hard six months of uh, sold a big house, uh, got divorced, quit my full-time guaranteed income job. My softball team of 21 years dissolved, probably the biggest crisis actually of the whole thing. My children left home, went to college. I mean, there was just this huge, and on top of it, my spiritual teacher of 10 years, a woman, had an affair with a married man in our, in our group. And it fell apart. She was also married. So like, okay, am I where, like, right? We go through these huge transform, transformative times and it's our invitation to allow ourselves to recognize there's endings, recognize there's beginnings and to use our practice, you, each other, to find our breath, settle back in, open up to the interconnected and open up to the infinite even when there's huge change and transformation. So think about this for yourself. What experiences have you had that really amplify this inner light? I shared one with you earlier about this meditation that has stayed with me about light in water. So for you, maybe it's been a dream, right? Maybe it's been a, a, a time in nature hugging a tree. Maybe it's been on your yoga mat, right? So think about those experiences of connecting to light and allow yourself to focus on them, to reminisce about them, to let them permeate you and carry you through some of the times when we feel like we are shutting down, we're blocked. And intentionally make choices to be in community with and to attend or to read or listen to podcasts again, the things that create and amplify your own inner light. Peek at the chat here. Talked about playing music. Yeah. This oneness consciousness is just an amazing piece to be able, amazing state of consciousness to be able to open up to. Another place for me, for instance, of really stepping into being a light was to write this book. And true to you know, my own experience, it caused all kinds of healing slash you know, suffering slash releasing. I remember being up at the cabin, I actually wrote this in the book, and I had start, done a Kickstarter campaign to get started uh, to fund, help me get it funded and, and published. And I thought of every single time someone had misunderstood me, there was not going to be anyone to support me. I was disappointed in people. It was, it was almost like an index in my mind that all these memories came flooding in. I literally had diarrhea and threw up for two hours, like a physical purging in this attempt, right? In my commitment to be a light through this writing and it's brought me into more opportunities. And I can tell you, no, but they're simultaneous, this process of being the light and healing our wounds and what blocks us. So the world doesn't change, right? The more radiant we become, the more light, the less triggered. What happens is we begin to see things differently. It's literally our own perspective that shifts 
That's where the power is. So think about this goal. Mark Nepo invites us to live a thousand years, not in succession, but in every single breath, right? Even if the breath is a place where you would want it to be different, take a breath, let it, let your light shine. So I would like to lead a guided meditation similar to Don did in the beginning here and to be able to utilize each other in community today to amplify our light. So if you're willing, I'd like you to just wiggle around and settle in. And if you're comfortable, you can close your eyes. And I invite you to imagine that you are a pillar of light. You are connected into the cosmos through the center of Mother Earth and out the other side, grounded in the light of all natural beauty here on planet Earth. You are a light worker, a person who's motivated to work in a world and make it a better place to improve people's lives and elevate people to higher levels of consciousness. We, the women involved in New World Women, fit this description of a life worker. As a pillar of light, you are committed to clearing the obstructions you have developed over the years, one by one, one peel of a, the onion at a time, to shine your light unhindered. Allow the resonance of your beam of light to bring coherence and enhance your confidence. I'm going to invite all of us to imagine that we are in a circle, which we are, even if you're watching this at another time and space. Imagine your pillar of light in this circle of light. And we come together and form literally a huge beacon of light. It's like one gigantic spotlight. And our radiance supports one another with unconditional positive regard for our full blossoming. In this moment, we are each invited to receive and give freely and abundantly. As we form community and combine our light into one large high-frequency pillar of light, we create a safe and sacred space and bring our intention to be clear, to be open, to own our power, to live an authentic, empowered life. Together we co-create new possibilities that will optimally serve the greatest good for all beings on the planet. Through this collaborative moment of sharing our light, it accelerates and amplifies our natural 
process of becoming our fully realized self. We liberate each other. Our freedom, this freedom, is our birthright. To shine is our birthright. We are literally meant to live in joy and tranquility and peace. Our light frequency elevates this community and increases our access to higher consciousness, more subtle ways of knowing. It develops our intuition, our capacity to notice synchronicity, to feel the next yes, the next steps. And today, in this moment, whenever that moment is, our very presence, our light shining, provides a transmission of love to all we encounter. Our service is to remain hardwired into the flow of all that is and radiate our presence, our light, so that all the beings we come in contact with can attune to our frequency of love and light, and we can provide amplification and acceleration for them to bloom fully into their full potential. We are the light. And this transmission that we've given to one another will continue to radiate and work internally on a cellular level and on every body, our physical body, emotional body, mental body, etheric body, soul level, quantum levels, right? Oof, what a gift. You are, your light is. So when you're ready, find your breath again. Feel your body grounded to the earth, the chair you might be sitting in. And take a deep cleansing breath in and out. And when you're ready, return all of your attention to this present moment. Our invitation is to share your light for each of us and to become a collective light shining. Now is the time. I'm going to read to you a poem by a 12th century Sufi mystic named Hafi. And I had permission to share and write, publish in my book. Now is the time to know that all that you do is sacred. Now, why not consider a lasting truce with yourself and God? Now is the time to understand that all of your ideas of right and wrong were just a child's training wheels to be laid aside when you can finally live with veracity and love. Now is the time for the world to know that every thought and every action is sacred. 
This is the time for you to compute the impossibility that there is anything but grace. Now is the season to know that everything you do and are is sacred. So I'll just add this piece here to stay in touch after we're done today. I'm going to go ahead and stop my share and just invite you, any of us who are here present, if there's anything you want to share, maybe raise your hand or take yourself off mute if you have a question. I would also invite anyone to write comments in the chat, whether it's about the meditation, about the light, about the process. You know, I changed my name after my divorce and I wasn't that really that fond. I took my husband's last name and wasn't really that fond of my father's family's last name either. And one, and, and I had this image of this book and it had a different name on it and the last name. And I remember uh, seeing it in a vision between wake and sleep. And I thought, well, maybe I'll take a pen name and the name Ray, R-A-E, came to me. And what it symbolizes for me, often in initiations, there's naming ceremonies. It felt like a gift, a name from the universe. And that these years, these wisdom years for me, I turned 61 last month, are years of shining, years of being a ray on the planet, right, for humanity to support this shift. And I know each one of us has our own story, both of our obstructions, right, and of our shining. And it's a continual process. So if there's anyone who wants to share, I think we just have a few minutes, you know, to um, maybe do a little debrief. And, and please add comments in the chat that you want to share. There are a couple comments here. It is a gorgeous poem. Yeah, thank you. Anyone want to share, ask a question? I have a question, Michelle. Um, when you um, spoke, and, and by the way, thank you. I really personally needed this this evening. I've had a very rough 24 hours, and this really is blessing me right now. So thank you. Thank you very much. My, my question is, um, when you... Um, rightfully so, said that everyone on this call is a light worker. Over the years, um, when I have said that to people, they will sometimes say to me, oh, oh not, not me, you know, I'm, I'm not there yet. What, what, how would you answer them on that point? I think that being a light, you can't be in a human body and not have spirit flowing through you, have light, literally the frequency of light flowing through you. We're a wave in a particle, right? <laughs> As is all energy, we're primarily energy, right? Spirit having a human experience. And so what I think of is light is it's a continual evolution of turning up the dimmer switch, right? And so no matter where you are in your continuum of development, you are a light, and yes, you could have more confidence in your light. You could be another version of light. You could be more radiant. I think of it like a trickle, you know, a little trickle of water versus a fire hose, <laughs> right? But every stage of development, the light that you are is enough because that's what it is that day. 
right? Mm-hmm. And again, it's not a it's not a, um, a, a one kind of a curve. I mean, there are some days that I'm just spewing. Um, I don't know, but call it light, you know, processing, whatever. So to be able to be in our absolute best capacity in that moment and shine in whatever way we can. Sometimes our shining just means not engaging in telling someone they're a fool and trying to impose our opinion on them, right? Mm-hmm. That might be a shining. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have enough sense to shine without speaking the words that I want to spit at and vomit on you, right? So wherever you're at, live up to your capacity and infuse your presence, your sharing, your expression with whatever light you have. Mm. Lovely, lovely words of wisdom. So would anyone else like to share anything? This is a safe space if you would like to. And um, Michelle will hold you in her warm embrace. So let's not be shy. Um, I I was thinking um, how important it is to, um, uh, in that visualization, um, it was so clear and quick where I was in the cosmos and what that looked like and what I was looking at. Um, that um, to remind ourselves to go to that place and ask for the vision, you know, since we forget to do that and there's, there's um, always something for us when we get out of our head and reconnect, you know, with the body and, and sit on purpose and set an intention. And um, there was a period of time when um, I was in my head a lot, um, even just last year in the pandemic and busy and creating and doing and um, uh, leaving pieces of that behind. And it's been um, really important to sit and be with that and to get the messages and say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. That was easy. Why didn't I go there before in the limitless field and ask? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's such a profound teaching that we do as women in particular need to up our game of asking for assistance, even if it's not out there, it's our higher self, our soul, right? But to ask, to have a clear intention and then be open to the multiple ways that the information comes, right? And be surprised sometimes at the answers, but I really appreciate the power of that teaching, Deborah. Yeah, and that's it's it that's reminds me of when that's happening, we are turning up the frequency, we're turning up our own little dial, just one little notch at a time to get there, you know. You don't have to catapult, right? <laughs> I think we'll have time for one more sharing or question or comment. I saw Debbie Scafe Davis Davis had something. Did you want to share that, De- Debbie? You're so good. I didn't uh, raise my hand. I'm always that one that shuns away. Uh, but I, I did write uh, in there uh, my struggle. You In the beginning, you spoke about that. Um, I don't want to cry. You're very sweet. I'm going to read it. Thank you so much as I'm one of the one struggles, yeah, with confidence and knowing and believing I'm enough. There's a Greg Braden in his book, The Divine Matrix, that the heart of all that the nutshell of what we're all working towards 
is knowing that we are enough and we have enough, right? We are lovable and worthy. That's the heart of every human development blossoming. So you're in good company, my friend. Thank you for being authentic, Debbie. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That gives us all permission to really be ourselves. And that's very important. Yes. You know, it's so interesting because I didn't say a word or raise my hand. So for Sean to call on me, I mean, I wanted to, but I, I just struggled with all of, you know, this and being confident. So thank you. You know, that intuitiveness that you possess um, opened up that door for me to, you know, speak about it and just let some of that that I've been feeling inside go. Uh, so I appreciate you ladies and allowing me to um, be me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I would like to invite everyone to unmute yourselves and say thank you to Michelle for this extraordinary teaching. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being pillars of light. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, dear one. Thank you. Please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founder Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world, a world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance. <laughs>